All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Have we got this thing started yet? It's I just I just literally pressed the button now. Well, you I mean, know I pressed right, for time today. You when aren't you pressed for time? I feel like I got to schedule with your secretary to get you into a podcast. That, Is it on the calendar? No, we because we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know. We, we, I don't even have anything to talk about today. I'm. I'm it I, doesn't take much for us to talk about something, well, but you need to schedule podcast time. How can I spe- schedule podcast time when I don't know what your schedule is? It's on the calendar. I can't. Okay, to be fair, I can't even get you to come into the from your study from your office uh-huh. into here. And I say, hey, can you come in here for a second? You go, not now. By I'm the, busy. But by the this is this is this is not a lie. By the time you get in here, I forgot what I wanted you for. Well, it, maybe that's the whole idea. Okay, you no, it's not. You're not that clever. You're not. You're not planning this. Going well, if I ignore him long enough, he'll forget what he wanted. You're not. No. What? You don't know what I'm thinking. I know what you're thinking. I've been married to you for two hundred years. I know what you're thinking. I got it. Okay. Good luck with I'm that. Ju- I'm, I'm just telling you. How could I? I can't get you to come out of your office because it's beautiful right now. Well, so I, if, and I got to finish it. Do I have to schedule an appointment for you to walk out of your office to talk to me about something? You just might. <laughs> for God's sakes, I. Can't. You know, the, the, how, how on earth did I stay married to you for this long? I am so frustrated right now. I can't even see straight. I need to start drinking. You want to stop the podcast right no, now? No, because I won't get you back here. <laughs> um, okay, so um, what do you want to uh, talk about today? I don't care. It's uh, really it's Wednesday. The podcast has to drop tomorrow, so you better hurry because we still got to edit it. Although I will say this: working with you, there's almost no editing. Well, that's cool. Working with our idiot son, it's a fucking chore. It's kind of easy. We just sit here at the table and just talk about life, what's going on. I think you should call it the kitchen table podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my kitchen table that's no longer a kitchen table. It's got holes in it, Okay, whatever. Okay, listen, I drilled holes in this table. Yes, you did. So that I can mount the microphone stands, we could run the wire. Yes, you did. And and in the middle of the table now, in the middle of your dining room table, there are flush-mounted electrical outlets and USB ports. Is that supposed to turn me on? Yeah, who who okay, what are their chicks? It's my know? dining room table. What I did it perfectly. They're 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 professionally put in there, they're flush, they look good. Well, congratulations. Who are, what other woman do you know has electrical outlets and USB ports in the middle of their dining room table? None. You're welcome. That's right. No, you should be thanking me that I allowed you to have my coffee table or my dining Dining room table. Well, the thing is, as soon as I drilled into it, you were waiting for that. You tricked me because as soon as I, you're like, yeah, go ahead. If you need to set that up for the microphone stuff, as soon as the first drill hit it, the the first hole saw, you came over and you're like, here, look at my phone. These are the new dining room tables I'm picking up. Pretty much. Since you screwed up mine. (laughs) I think you bamboozled me on that one. Whatever. You yeah. think what you want. Hey, let's be honest. Things have not been going my way around here in this marriage. What? Okay? 
They have. Look at the. Uh, okay. Did your ups, Did your bedroom upstairs get painted? Uh, yes. Did I pay for it? Yes. Do you like the color that you picked? No. How much time do you spend in the bedroom now? Mm, sleep when it's dark in there. Right. Okay. I hate the color. I know you do, but you, you're mad at me. Like, I did this. I didn't pick the color. I'm not mad at you. You've been mad. I'm mad at you that at first you were like, you're going to live with it and you're not going to change it. Well, that was to teach you a little bit of a lesson. Like, why should you just assume? I'm what gonna, are you, my daddy now? Who's your daddy? No. <laughs> no, but there there has to be a little bit of a, you know, it would have been nicer if you came up to me with a little remorse. I'm sorry. I know you're going to have to pay to do this again. You're just like, fuck it. I hate the color. Let's try again. I'm like, whoa, wait what, a second. Wait, what generation am I? I am no. not the sappy little millennial. You are going to fix it. I didn't break it. I don't care. <laughs> okay, so let's get this clear. You fucked this up, and I have to pay again. And I wouldn't say I fucked it up. <laughs> I would it, say so I made a bad choice. <laughs> Now you sound like you're talking to your dad. But actually, it was like that color was not what that picture looked like. That's my own. Oh, um, yeah, I know the little color chart thing. But even our daughter came over, and I thought for sure she, our millennial daughter. I thought she was which gonna, one? Our millennial daughter that visited. I thought for oh, sure. I told her she, not to go upstairs. <laughs> I thought for sure she was going to be on your side. And no. she came in, and she looked at that. She went upstairs and looked at the paint. She looked at the color sample, and she looked at you and goes, didn't you try this on the wall before you did? Didn't I you know. Put I a got reprimanded from my daughter. Even she knew. Even she knew. Now, the, mm. part, the part that I didn't like, because remember, as they were painting, I warned you. I go, this isn't going to look good, is because it looks like fucking buttercup sunshine yellow. It looks like we're in a kitchen. It is. A big I agree with you. Kitchen. I agree with you. It's bright yellow. The color I picked up was like butter yellow. Yeah. Butter yellow is like a light. Like a, It was like oh, not a cream. It was like more of a yellow cream. I don't know how to explain it, but I was a little shocked when it went on. It looks so much like a kitchen. I go up there, I get hungry. I <laughs> I'm looking for the fridge. It looks well, like. <laughs> so what are we doing now, folks? We're arguing about what the next color is going to be. So stay tuned. Yeah. We'll figure so it out. I did finally, you know, I, I told you guys before, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the younger generation, uh, marriage is all about compromise. My wife uh, fucked up the paint in our room. I said, I'm not repainting it. She said, you are repainting it. So we compromised. It's getting painted. I'm repainting it. <laughs> so. Yes, it is. Uh, so, um, yeah. guess what? Buford's uh, leaving this weekend. Mm. How do you think the kid's doing with that? Um, you know, when he, he raised that goat for, what, six months before he went through the fair and all the fair stuff? Yeah, pretty much. And he was detached up until he was at the fair with him every day. And Buford kept running to him going, I don't like being here at the fair. You know, he kept. Yeah, he was like nuzzling him like a dog. Yeah. I noticed it and I was like, wow, I've never seen a goat do that before. And it was right in the first couple of days when uh, when our ki when Gen Z kid, he came home and he goes, you know, when I go to the fair, Buford screams for me. And when I go sit in the pen, he lays with me. He puts. He his, does. I saw he it goes, happen. He goes, dad, we, we can't let him go to auction. We got to buy him. I said, what? 
We we can't have a goat here. It's not like a possibility. We can't keep a goat in our property. And he was just tearing up. He's like, we got to do something. He He's attached now. Yeah, but I'm wondering since fair is over and everybody else has, you know, their animals have all disappeared and now it's kind of, he had that goal in mind that that last day affair, yeah. it was over. And now it's extended two weeks. And well, now it's kind of, it's not just associated with school. So now he's not only but doing school, FFA has continued on. Now he's got... Well, they don't know what, what's going on, that, we, that he moved him. Right. I mean, Buford, for those of you, for your dancing and listening pleasure, Buford the goat got moved from the fair. He did not. He he got us. He escaped the auction. Jen, right. You, you bought him. I did. I you, bought him for, you, no, I bought him for the bottom of the glass nation. Right. You bought a goat. Yes, I did. And we moved him back out to where he was living. Which that is, is correct. Which is what you're trying to relay to everybody. Yes. That he goes He's back on the farm. Twice here. a day. So you don't think, you don't think the kid's as connected now? No, I think he's becoming more of a nuisance to him. Now he's just—I don't think he's that attached. Oh, so, okay. I think it's going to be easier. He does want to go visit him, but I don't think it's as well strong of attachment. The good now news is Trippy Pineapple on staff. Yes, at Gen X Talks, um, found a place out in Apple Valley. That's where he's going. Yes, and um, so he's taking him. We're, we're supposed to take him out there, but I want you to know if I, you're a member, you've seen the pictures. I think of the new place, right? Oh yeah, they've the Trippy Pineapples put up pictures. If you're if you're part of Patreon, the the Generals Lunchbox on Facebook, Discord. Or, I don't think he put it up on Discord. Oh okay, but oh, um, the the I kind of I want you to know I cut ties with the kid this morning on Buford. I said, listen. You've had two weeks to figure this shit out. You can't just you can't just put a leash on him in the back of my truck and drive two hundred miles. You can't. You you got to get a cage or a, what do they call it? Is a transport? Yeah, hand? it's like an animal transport cage. It's a cage. Well, whatever it is, I told him. I said you got to figure this shit out because where he's at, they've told him he cannot stay there anymore. He's got two yeah. weeks. Yes. Now he's fucking this up because he's like, oh well, it'll all work out. And I said, I'm not doing it. Son. No, he's working on it. I know he's working on it, but. You know, the teachers keep, he's he's borrowing a uh, portable crate from one of his advisors at school. And the advisor keeps going, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow. He keeps putting him off. It's like... Uh, you can't keep putting me off. I'm running. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was just like, ah, he's getting frustrated. He's getting frustrated yeah. that we're on him. And Well, that's why I backed off today. I said, look. I got plans. I'm doing stuff. If you got a cage, I'll go Sunday. But I'm I'm out. I'm not worrying about this anymore. You do it. Right. right. And, it, and it puts the responsibility off on him. So, ladies and gentlemen, the saga of Buford <laughs> continues. Exactly. We'll figure out what happens. So that, hey, you know what? That's two sagas. How will the room turn out? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> what will happen to Buford? Will he make it to his home in Apple Valley? Bum, bum, bum. Well, there you go. We are just turning into a drama channel. I'm telling you. It's days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Christ. We could call it sitting around the chopped up, fucked up, hole drilled kitchen table. <laughs> Great. So yeah, what else is there? The uh, I know you've been you've been following the Dodger stuff. You want to go? You, you want to go to a playoff game? You want to go to a World Series game? Nothing. I thought we had this conversation last night. Um, I'm trying to let you redeem yourself if you want to know. The I truth. know that I have mixed emotions. I guess I'm just getting okay. Freaking old. Well, that's fucking for sure. Okay. Well, one of the things is I don't know if I can sit in those seats for four hours with yeah. with my hips and my back. So right. that is a big concern. 
I agree. And games go a long time. Yeah, it's it's a very, very long time. So that is, and they're not comfortable. No. But to chalk it off my bucket list, yes, I would love to, and I would love to go with you. It's well, just a tough. Let me tell everyone what happened last night. First of all, um, Gen X mom and I have been loyal Dodger fans since we could see. Forever. Since our eyes were opened up. We grew up in L.A. and L.A. County. We bled Dodger blue. blue. (laughs) So, you know, we've gone to a bunch of Dodger games. I've been to three or 400. She's been to three or 400. I mean, just it's our thing. Now, last night, they're in the playoffs. You know, they beat the Padres last night. I... I, I again, I pulled something magical out of my ass, something I don't normally do. I'm ready to say something wonderful to her. I'm walking across the living room and I decided to commit to Dodger tickets for the World Series. Now they're super expensive. I'm gonna have to rob a 7-Eleven to do it, but I was ready to do it. And I said, hey, and I mean, I'm literally got my used car salesman like, hey, snapping to the fingers. Yeah. Hey, how would you like to go to a Dodger game? Let's go to the World Series. I think your timing Series. was off last night. It I was, was coming. G- I was coming off a major high off the live stream, and kind of sitting back and like absorbing that, which anybody that was at the live stream would it was know. A great life. We're not going to give that yeah. information. Great life. And I was absorbing it, and then. You threw that at me, and at that moment in time, I'm like, no, I don't. Okay, look at you. I, I'm telling you that I was, I, very rarely do I make this sort of a gesture. I understand. And I said, this, th- you're coming off a great live stream. It was a lot of fun. Everybody's riding high. The Dodgers won their first game in the playoffs. And I, yeah, it's I, cool. I was putting the cherry on the top. I know, and you know what? And the other like, thing? I'm yeah, just getting I don't old. Know. I see more on television than I do live. Like, the camera angles and everything are awesome. I can see stuff. You want to be in the comfort of your own home. I'm old. I offered to take you to a World Series. I know. I told you if I had to check it off my bucket list, absolutely. Yeah, but I last night you told me no. And I told you and explained <laughs> to you why. Yeah, you like you gave me. Wait, wait. To be fair to everybody in the audience, you gave me the classic blow off speech. You went, "It's not you. It's me." No, I didn't. I was like. <laughs> I heard when you asked me, there was this pause, and I said, "Yep, there's a pause." I'm thinking, and you. I couldn't believe you drew in a breath, like, "Well, World Series." Uh, I don't know. I could. I. I blew me away. Like, are you? I could go kidding? into a million reasons. Gosh, I could spend that money on a trip to Hawaii. Trip to Hawaii, World Series game. It's the World Series. The Dodgers are in But I can watch the World Series on television. But what if you were there when they won, when the final game That would be won? very cool. But you got to guess when they're going to win. You don't know. No, I don't know. Uh, Unless you're going to buy multiple tickets. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, okay, I'm well, not doing that. You cannot guarantee me that no, they're going to win it. I know. And I, I don't can. know who they're playing. No, we don't. That wasn't the point. The Dodgers were playing. That was the only point. Oh, my goodness. God. All right, so... <laughs> there is saga number three. Are we going to the World Series? Bum, bum, bum. I'm going. I'm not going with you, though. I'll find a date. I bet there's a girl out there who's So are we going to talk about Monday night? Football? What? What happened Monday night? Wait. Oh, I don't know. We today's, today's were Wednesday. ready to do a live stream on TikTok. We were on for about five minutes, and it went dead. Oh, you are not going to bring that shit up right now. It went dead. You got kicked off of TikTok for... Uh, let's see, the sixth time? Okay, listen, I, it is a complete, I would say it's a complete misunderstanding. And here we go. <laughs> okay, 
TikTok should be called Dick Talk. They're a bunch of fucking assholes over there. Okay. I mean, that whole audience was up to like a thousand people and they were all screaming at me because they were like, Christopher Columbus was an asshole. And I'm like, okay, I'm not saying he was a good guy. All I said was, could you at least say, you know, hey, he's famous for doing his part for discovering America, comma, and he's a stark raving fucking lunatic bad guy. I, I'm with you on that. And they were like, no, you can't acknowledge him at all. And then it went into Thomas Jefferson. You can't acknowledge him. He owned a slave. It just Didn't went- you learn anything from the other five times you got kicked Listen, off of TikTok? I was trying to maintain my composure, but those fuckers on the other side of the screen were the ones who kept going. How come we can't ban them? Fuck that. And who got banned? Well, okay, and then I did. who but- was disappointed when that happened? Oh, Gen Z kid. He came up and he says, okay, dad, um, how about from now on, I do the, t- <laughs> he goes, I'll do the TikTok stuff. You can be my wingman. You just sit right over he here, He did. Dad. He gave me the little buddy speech. He goes, you can still You're be here. little buddy. We'll get you a microphone. You can just be <laughs> off over here. And of course, that- and I'm going to have the remote to shut you off. That's right. And, he, and guess what? That works for you because now you don't, you get an hour and a half off then. You just get to go free. I'm, now I'm stuck doing your job. And you get stuck with Gen Z kids. Fuck. I don't know. I guess I guess I understand, you know, why TikTok did it. But the you know what the the hurtful part was? Was that we appealed it. <laughs> and we appealed it and Great. turned it in. And the next day the, I checked on the appeal and they're like, fuck you, we reviewed it and you are an asshole. You uh, are in fact a dill hole. And so they, how long are you grounded? Uh, I call it grounded, not banned. <laughs> well, um, because I we have behaved for so long, it kind of gives you a, a reset. If you get like three bands in a month, or, thank God we're only on once a week. <laughs> yeah, um, if you get banned often in the same like quarter, then you're out. But and it's longer each time. This one's just a week, oh, okay. one week, and the next one will be like 14 days. The next one will be a month or three months, and then you're out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's ever going to happen again. Do you know what the I didn't even tell Gen Z kid this, and I'm not going to. I looked on today. There was an email today. TikTok has, you know, the big problem with TikTok is you can't make any money. And I mean nothing. He got a video with 3 million views, and he got got $100. It was nothing. Wow. And um, That's pretty crappy. It's shitty. The only way you can is if someone pays you and says, here, um, here, talk about Coca-Cola in your video, and Coca-Cola pays you. But through TikTok, you get nothing, ever. Okay. All okay. right. So there's nothing good about that, and everyone is leaving to go to YouTube and go to Facebook. They're losing by the hundreds of thousands every month. So TikTok came out with a new program. I forget what it's called, um, but they have a new a new a bonus system, and they're trying to get everybody back. So it's a pretty it's a pretty attractive. Yeah, I don't like TikTok anymore either. I don't either, but it's a pretty attractive offer. Well, that's good. And the email came through, and this is the part I'm not telling him. Oh, great! The email starts today. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's 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 been it's in the beginning. It's in its very infancy. But the email said. Uh, Gen X Talks, we want you to do it. You've been around a long time, a couple years. you got a lot of followers, blah, blah, blah. Do the thing. Just make sure your account is in good standing. Oh, great. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> as of Monday. Retract that email. <laughs> as of Monday, the very thing that we were hoping for, I just dicked us right out of it. Great, great. <laughs> hey, um, side note, what's, what's up with the hair today? What is it? What? 
I can't believe you. What do you care? What it, what's going on there? We're on radio. Who cares what my hair looks like? You got like this flippy thing in the front. Okay, listen. I have headphones on. I can't put the headphones on with my hat. It feels. It's got weird. a little gray streak. What do you? What? Okay. Do you have that professionally done? Shut up. <laughs> you did this to me. I got one spot. What? You and these kids turned turned my hair gray. And why are you why are you even bringing it up? It's not like we're on video. It's not a TV. It's it's radio. You're really turning gray. No. Yes, I know that. Why? Why are you telling people that? They would have no idea. Maybe you need some aqua velva or something. <laughs> I need cologne. Or, or uh, oh yeah, aqua velva was cologne. Um, it was. Uh, What's that stuff that you wash right? You wash the gray right out of your hair. <laughs> I'm going to wash that gray right out of my hair. Oh, I uh, forgot. Okay, listen, we're this is a podcast. Nobody can tell that. Well, I'm, I'm sitting across from you, and I'm just like, what the hell is okay, going on over there? Okay, is it so distracting? You I can't... should tell them what shirt you're wearing, too. No, this is my night shirt. I just didn't change out of it yet. I like you this. haven't dressed for the day? No. We're, well, I don't have anything to do today. No. Wow. Okay, this shirt is, a, you cut the sleeves off, and you cut the neck. I love how it fits. It's super comfortable. Okay. Well, but I would never wear it out in public. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Um, Hi. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that one. No, because you were, we were both deciding if we should say the name of the shirt, and now we've decided we're not going to, so here we sit. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, hey, you remember that our motto is to exceed expectations? Uh, in our marriage, yes. What did I surprise you with yesterday? Um, a Dodgers hat that didn't fit. I know, but it was the thought that counted. I didn't realize it. But what kind of Dodger hat did I? It was you? it was a it was a limited edition. Um, uh, was it a pennant? It was a pennant hat, right? They're yeah, postseason. Postseason hat. Twenty twenty two Dodger hat postseason gray. Right. It was pretty awesome. It's, it was the one they gave in the locker room. Yeah, it just didn't even come close to fitting. No, so guess what? Um, I, I was going to say, are we changing our motto from exceeding others' expectations to exceeding the thoughts that count? Because you did say it was the thought that counts. No, I gave that one to Gen Z kid, and then I reordered you another Dodger hat did in the right size. In a big old fat head size? Yeah, I was looking for bulldog size, but <laughs> they didn't actually have that size. That would be the right size. Yeah, so it's think, on its way. I think Rottweiler would fit me too, <laughs> Rottweiler head. I wonder if they should do that, Rottweiler head, lab, well, you know, you know it, it, bulldog. It would be a nice way to describe somebody with a big fat head like mine. I don't want someone to be like, you're size 200, or you're size fat, or you're triple <laughs> X large in your head. But if someone called it bulldog size head... Yes. I would like that. I'd feel like, yeah, that's You're right. You're starting to sound like a millennial. I would feel so much better if they would say I, bulldog I instead of fathead. No. It I would was, hurt my feelings if they said fathead. Okay, you call me a millennial one more time, we're going to go. I'm gonna <laughs> right take, now. <laughs> I'm going to take this gray streak right and now. come across Do this it. table Let's go. that has all the holes drilled in it. Let's go. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, for Christ's sake. Hey, so... Um, your uh, your brother, the the Sun Valley Fox. Yeah, what about him? He uh, is the administrator of your mother's uh, will and trust and all that good stuff. Yeah, he didn't know what he was getting into, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, My sister and I just sat back and went, yeah, that'll be interesting. No, but he's doing a really good job. He I'm is doing a good job. Um, but he accepted an offer 
on the house. Yeah, he did. Are you going to be okay with this? Because that, you know, not many people have that situation like you. You were born in that house. You were raised in that house. You were in that house all the way up till your mother passed. How many people can say, I can't say that. Uh, my, my, all my families have sold their houses and moved on. I don't hardly know anybody anymore that stays. Yeah, going home was always to that house. Yeah, always. My, my whole life. Yeah, whenever things got tough in life, it didn't matter school or whatever. Yeah, holidays. You, you always ended up going everything. There. Yeah. Um, well, you know, my brother and I were just talking about this, and um, at first, when we, when it was empty, yeah, and my mom was gone, everything smelled like her. You know, yeah. the house you opened it up and smelled it, and then you know, for the last couple of months or so, we've been getting things out that we all wanted and then throwing stuff out. And now when you walk in there, it doesn't smell so much. It doesn't look like it. For it sure. doesn't look like it. And all the pictures are off the wall. So I think the transition has helped, you know, to slowly see things. But right. um, I am, I'm trying to find peace with it because we had five offers, four were investors and one was a family. And my brother went with the family and we both Good. agreed that it sure would be nice to have a family into that house. You know, somebody that could keep the house going for a family. Right. That, that's what we agree. You know, that the part that I like about that is that they're not just going to tear it down. Like an investor might come in and gut it yeah. and rip it apart. But because your dad did so much custom work himself, the counters, the bar, he did a lot of those things himself that he put his touch on and they'll stay. Those yeah, he designed the back part of the house. I, he didn't build it, but he um, he designed it. But yeah, it's. I think I'm to the point where I'm okay to close that chapter right now. I mean, it's almost been five months since my mom died already. Six months already. I don't know. Not. It's been a little bit. It seems like less. It's six. Me. It's going to be six months. Well, when my family moved, when my parents moved out of Van Nuys. I didn't have a thought. I mean, maybe for the first month, but that was it. You know, we were in that house for quite a while, but it, you know, when they moved, it just wasn't much of anything for me. It's like, all right, they're gone. However, my grandparents who moved out of Latuna Canyon in Sun Valley, that house had been in our family forever. My grandfather built that house from with his own swinging the hammer himself. Yeah. And when that house sold, it to this day, if I drive by it, I'm bothered. Hmm. This just crushes me. I used to go by my grandmother's house in San Diego and I could I could picture myself walking through that house and where everything was and how the backyard looked and everything. And, um, you know, that was, I was in my 20s when my grandmother passed away and they sold that house. And now this is just the first really house since right. then that yeah. has sold and it's my childhood home. And it's just... I've got mixed feelings. It's bittersweet. It's been a lot of work. Uh, going through 60 years of stuff that they collected has been draining. You know, you never think about that. I wonder how many people listening out there right now, um, listening to this podcast, I wonder how many people have gone through that where they have watched a house, you know, disappear, get sold, be yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people... How many, this is, this is the best way to put what you just said. How many of you out there, raise your hand, if you have gone through um, sorting out 60 or 70 years of stuff that's accumulated with your either your, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, until you've actually done it, <laughs> you have no idea what that's like. No, and it was funny because my brother and I would lift something up and go, why was this kept? 
like could if we could bring my mom and dad back be like <laughs> what's the purpose of this what was the reason you, i what, mean you know was, when i was going through my grandmother's stuff it was let's say let's say everything was unique and cool and wonderful yeah. let's let's pretend okay and, and it wasn't, and not all of it was. But even if every, by the time you get to item 3000, you're, you don't even care anymore. You're like, okay, yeah, this is really cool, but fuck, am I tired of going through this? There's, they kept everything. Yeah. But I do have something that's come up between my sister-in-law and I that we talked about. Um, our kids, her kids, my brother's and sister-in-law's kids and my kids, they're not taking so much of the history of the house it seems like, and I'm, and I'm going to place a generation on it, saying that when we grew up, we coveted those things that our grandparents had and things that they had. And we were talking about how our kids are just not, I mean, our kids don't have homes yet. That's no. one thing. But her kids are, you know, they're all grown and they have a family and a home and my sister's kids do too. And it's just like they... It's like they almost don't want that well, piece of history, and I feel like it's going to get lost. That family, I can only take so much myself. It's going to now. And look our sister-in-law can only take so much, you know. Look at um, one of our sons, one, the millennial son who's up there working in Northern California. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, that son, love him to death, and he is connected. He asks for things. You know, if you say, "Well, is it?" we're getting rid of this or we're throwing it. No, no, no. Let me have that. You know, and I, I don't even know if you could, you can say, you can say your nephew's name. No one's going to figure out who that is. And he was first name, but there was one of your nephews that remember used to preach for 10 or 15 years. When, when, when grandma and grandpa are gone, I'm buying this house. Remember yeah. he had that sentiment. I think Gen Z kid would do that too. He would, if he had the money, he would buy that house, I think. He did say one thing to me about this, all this stuff. He said, uh, I wish, he goes, I wish I had known Grandma Bima better. He didn't have that full-on connection on there. There is that, you know, that you that he does have that. He's old enough to know he's miss, he missed something, unfortunately, but there's nothing you can do about that. He's very similar to me because I lost my grandparents. Oh, well, I was a little bit older than him, but... Um, uh, my last two grandparents was my paternal grandmother. I lost her at 20 and I lost my maternal grandfather when I was 25 and that was it. They were gone. I think everyone in the audience probably has, I think everybody listening probably has one thing passed down to them or it was a gift or whatever from their grandparents or their great, they probably have at least one thing to hang on to you. Cause you're right. You can't keep everything. You, things get lost in the shuffle. Things get broke. Right. But the, all of a sudden when you start running out of your grandparents, things you start hanging on to that last thing, no matter how dumb it is, it was theirs. And you, you hang on to it. I'll bet a lot of people out there listening have something right now that they can probably picture it in their mind. Yep. That was my grandfather's and I'm never getting rid of it. No matter what it is. Yeah. My brother had a great thought the other night when we were deciding about putting the offer, accepting the offer, or whatever you want to call it. And he says, you know what? They can take away the home, but they can't take away our memories. And that's true. I'm getting all emotional right now. And it's true. 60 years of memories for my mom and dad in that house. I mean, yeah. there's a lot for them. A ton. Well, your parents built a family. They built a home. And they had friends over, and they had holidays, and as families became extended, everybody came back. Your your parents did a good job with that. I know you're turning away from the from the mic because you're crying right now, 
but I'll make you cry even a little more. You and your brother, during this time at that house, when after your mother had passed, I have never seen you become or talk about your brother. All the years we've known each other, all the years we've been married, I've never seen you this close to your brother as you are now. You guys talk almost every single week now, and all those emotions and all those things you shared and looking at all those things, I I envy you. I really do. I wish I had relationships like that. You, you and your brother have become so close, I can't even tell you. Right before my mom passed, she said that she knew that my brother and I would continue talking. She knew it. She's always said that my brother and I were very close. Yeah. Very similar. Very similar. Well, I, uh, I'm sorry that you don't have your mom. And I'm sorry that some of this is hard. But I would be more concerned about you right now if you didn't care. If you just blew it off like, yep, I'm fine. Everything's good. Kyle's can go. And it's not you, though. That's not you at all. I wonder how your brother's handling it. I know on the outside, the Sun Valley Fox is all calm and cool and collected, but I wonder if it's not. I wonder if they always say when the parents go, the oldest child automatically receives the burden of I'm next. I'm, I'm the one responsible. I am in charge of this family. I am in, I'm the elder statesman of our family. I wonder if your brother feels any sort of weight on him. And, and I wonder if he misses uh, your mother more than he's letting on. I'm sure he does. I mean, he does. He loved my mom a lot, and I'm I'm almost positive it does. He's just like you said. He's cool, calm, collected. No. Yeah. Well, that's just one thing. We still got a little more time. We got a few more things to get out of there. I got to head that way, probably tomorrow. So. You're just a wreck for this podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot. (laughs) How about them Dodgers? (laughs) Thanks. Well, can we talk about something that's pissing you off? Can we move that direction? Sure. That's a huge swing, the pendulum swinging in the other direction. Ready? Okay. How's the online store coming along, sweetheart? Uh, I've only been waiting for three months for you to get your shit together. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> you just said you would talk about it. I didn't it. know that's what you were going to bring up. I don't want to talk about it. Because <laughs> you erased the entire store, and when you're putting it back together, it's pissing you off step by step. It's a lot of work. It is. It is. It's a lot of work. We should get paid from the kid for doing this stuff. We should like charge him by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? I thought we were retired. Like We weren't. I know. We, working. Well, okay, but if we are retired, so what happens if we don't do this Gen X talk stuff with him? What are we going to do? Sit around and watch Prices Right and stare at each other all afternoon? Well, you might be watching Prices Right, but I'll keep busy. <laughs> oh, you have something? To, yeah, you know what you can do once you get your ass in the kitchen and make me some food. You have all that expensive stuff in the kitchen. Go make me a sandwich. Wow. <laughs> you know, you could take up cooking too. Yeah, it's a little late for that. I'll just grill some steaks and then you do all the. You can do the cooking in the kitchen. Okay, that's good. We can do that. What was the thing I used to say when we were younger? I want, I want to keep you in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to keep you by the barbecue barefoot and with the whiskey in your hand. <laughs> you like it when I drink whiskey. You do. Mm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Where are we at with this? We turn into, um there was so much more that was going on there. Um, the, Can we talk about the football refs? 
did you see what Kevin Hart said? He made fun of him today. No, I haven't seen that one. Kevin Hart. He was he was on a on a, um, a football analysis program where they dress in suits and they stand in front of a screen and talk. You know the things behind him. So they're all dressed up. It's in a uh-huh. studio. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart shows up and he goes. He goes, here's what I don't understand about the NFL. The fucking NFL is goddamn. Now watch. I'm going to teach you boys something here, of course. He's what? Five foot one, you yes. know? And these football players are six, nine. He goes, all right, I'm going to teach you the appropriate way to tackle a quarterback. And they're like, well, we know what the rules. No, you don't. No, you don't. I've been watching the NFL games. That Tom Brady shit, the shit the other hand. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you how to, here's how you tackle a quarterback. He goes, okay. So Kevin Hart got a football. He goes, you come grab me by the top. So this guy grabs him by the shoulders. He goes, you, come over here and grab my legs. Big old guy. I mean, they could pick him up. <laughs> they probably know. toss him like a football. So they, 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 they pick him up between the two of them. They're holding him sideways. Okay. He's got the football. He goes, okay, once I'm in this position, once you as a defensive tackle have me in this position, I'm the quarterback. Now you lay me down slowly and carefully. They start lowering him to the floor. He goes, no, 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 too fast, That's too hard. Right, exactly. Somebody get me something. A guy comes running in from offstage. With a pillow puts and a blanket. pillow, yeah, puts a pillow under his head. He goes, okay, now lay me down on the pillow gently. And these two big football players lay him down. And he says, okay, now hold on. Another guy runs in a different guy with a blanket, lays it over him. He goes, all right, now get away from me. This is how you tackle a quarterback in the NFL. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did you hear me yelling and screaming on Sunday night? Yeah. Eventually, the NFL is going to go to flag football. Isn't it getting like ridiculous? You can't even what they they accuse a guy. He tackles the quarterback and just falls on him like you do, and like oh, you put your full weight on him. I yeah, that's you, roughing the passer now. I heard if you, you go on if you lay down on top of the quarterback, then you are roughing the passer. So how do you what tackle somebody? Hack. How do you t- how do you tackle somebody? In any position without putting your full weight on them. Isn't that the idea? They're going to take it away. You're not going to be able to sack a quarterback. That's where it's going. You're not going to be allowed to touch. He gets like a free shot. He gets to have a free start at a play every single time. It's getting to be sissy football, and I can't hang anymore. I'm almost done. I mean, I'm getting to the point where you've been more mad. Done. You've been more mad this season at stuff like that than any other angle of football. It's ridiculous. These guys get paid a shit ton of money. They know the dangers of doing what they do. Football, yeah. They have the equipment to play. Okay, yeah, maybe you don't lead with your helmet. That you know, you have pads. That one I get, but you've got they've got to be taken down. Okay, they know that's what's going to happen. But they've if you really want to go back and analyze stuff, remember the clothesline tackle? Oh God! The the guy's running by you. You stick out your right your forearm and you clock him. Okay, tell me what's wrong with that. That I can see you don't want to spear somebody in the back with your helmet. I think it'd be worse for the guy with his arm out, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, you you just flip and you're on the ground. Other tackles are way worse than that. Now, I wouldn't say spear someone in the back with your helmet. Right. You can you can. That's par- what I'm saying. Leading with the helmet is one thing. You, you can, can paralyze shoulder. Somebody. You can use your shoulder pads. Right. The other one I don't agree with is the horse collar. Yeah. Because when you grab someone there, you can really hurt them by yanking them back yeah, to the or ground. Or the face backwards. mask. I mean, there's legitimate things right. that but, you're not but supposed now, to do. But now, just like, just like the rest of society, we're taking it too far. You take a good idea and you run it over a fucking cliff and you're going to end up with flag football. Like now we said. have to protect our quarterbacks. Wow. And the refs just were like, 
I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? Now we have to redefine what a sack on a quarterback is. They already We're do just that. redoing the whole rule book. Okay, here's one that I that I don't understand. Don't get me going on the plane. The what? The plane, breaking the plane. That's what I wanted to bring up. That Hold. is so ridiculous. Okay, so you're going towards the end zone. If you stick the ball across the line with your hand, you may not even be near the line. Correct. You may be a foot and a half away, but if you stick the ball across there, automatic touchdown the moment it does. That's what they say. Okay. But if, you, if you're if you in the end zone and you catch the ball and the ball is in the end zone, is it a touchdown? It's You've caught the ball. You're in the end zone. Touchdown. No. You still have to get two feet inside. You have to make a football Move. move. But that okay, but that doesn't make sense. I can I can hold the ball into the end zone. That is correct. Touchdown. If I catch the ball, I'm in the end zone. The ball is clearly in my possession. I am over the end zone. And you no. have to have control of the ball. And I do, and I do, and I do. But I still have to land with two feet inbounds. Mm-hmm. Then it gets worse. What if if they kick the ball or punt the ball and it's rolling towards the end zone and it pops up in the air? It crosses the line. In the air, it crosses the line. Now it's in the end zone. Well, that's that's in the end zone. No, 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 no. A player can jump and smack it back out of the end yeah, zone. Yeah, the plane just disappears. The plane the plane didn't matter in that case. I know. It's the it's the it's the reappearing disappearing it's plane. It's the inconsistency of the rules. Yeah, it's We need to go back to the rules back in the 70s where yeah. your whole freaking body has to be yep. over that line. So, Everything why do we have lines? Yeah. Why is there why is there a 10-yard line or I a 15-yard line? The line thing or is why? is it's so inconsistent. This, yes. it breaks the plane is cool. Catching it, no, not so much. What about kickoff? No, can't do it's the, it has a, the, the plane of the end zone is different on different plays. That's dumb. Yep. That's you know who I'm stupid. most concerned about um, is the, the, the return kicker. You know when they do it and the whole team's running down yeah, towards this one guy? You've got like all these guys coming at you, one guy, and they're not worried about him? They, you know what? They've had discussions about taking out the kickoff. Well, yeah, I know that. But I'm just saying, so so pretty much all of them are just, you know, waving their hands in the air going, oh, fuck no. <laughs> fair catch, fair you catch, know? fair catch. Nobody goes and tries it. It's very rare. Well, I mean, think about that. Would, isn't that dangerous? If you can have the whole team running full speed, bearing down on one guy, pretty much most of the other rules you guys are fucking with are going to be okay. They're not as dangerous as that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, you're talking about this, this, and this. Did you, look what you allow no, over here. No, doing more. So he's standing there waiting for the football to f- come out of the sky, right? Yeah. <laughs> Knows that they're running toward him. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now, let's oh, just shit. say he decides to run. So he starts running full speed ahead, and they're coming full speed at you. Um, You know, eventually somebody's going to collide, but nobody's worried about that. As long as it's not helmet to helmet, you're okay. Oh, okay. So, oh, that's so it. two I cars, thought. two cars going at each other sixty miles an hour. Okay, as long as they don't hit bumper to bumper, we're fine. <laughs> the logic in the NFL just blows my mind. Well, then they, yeah, they, it's ridiculously dumb. Everybody out there is just shaking their head. I know. Well, they've lost a lot of fans, the NFL, and I'm getting to the point where I just. 
I don't know I, that I could ever quite give up on the NFL. That's I mean, where red zone comes in. I kind of miss all the bullshit and just see what I want to see. That's one it. thing. Uh, NFL red zone that clicks from game to game to game on your screen. It has all those games at one time. Yeah, I love you, that. You do miss a lot of the bullshit. You just get right back to the to the next play, the next kick, the next stuff. I, You know what's even funnier or more entertaining than red zone? is watching you watch Red Zone. <laughs> you pull up that chair or that coffee table, you slide it across like, the living room. don't bother me. Yeah, and you get right in front of the TV. You got a drink, you got some food, and you're fucking in the zone. You you look up sometimes, you're like, what time is it? I go, you blew right past lunch. It's, it's now afternoon. You know what? I, I don't know if anybody knows. I just found out about this. Our oldest son just told me right before baseball season that the MLB has Red Zone now. Really? Which I'm kind of excited for because I cannot sit through a four-hour baseball game anymore. I haven't. I I will be honest with you. I have not watched one Dodger game all season. Last night was the first one I watched the whole. I will wait till playoffs now. Yeah. Because I can't waste four hours like five times a week. I can't. Or three times a week. I can't do it. It's just too long. Now, the last couple years, our backyard has turned to shit, but we've been working really hard at cleaning it up. But do you remember when we did watch a bunch of ball games? It was on the on the TV out yes. by the barbecue, yes. and we had we were doing other things. We were we were watching it, glancing at but it. But think about MLB Red Zone. Oh my goodness, I could watch all the games. I think they'd like- have to have a lot of games on because there's just not that much action. But you know? think about it; it'd be awesome to it see it be. that way. I would totally watch that because I just can't. Four hours in a baseball game is just way too long. Are they you take ready? So long. Are you ready for Vegas? Yeah, I'm. I'm a little dumbfounded from last night. Uh, you Gen- guys are going to have to go back and watch the live stream. Yeah, Gen X Talks is going to Las Vegas in what is it, twelfth through the sixteenth of January. Yes. Is that right? Yes. January twelfth through sixteenth. Anybody who wants to go, it's a meet and greet. It's public. You can hang out with us. There's a lot of stuff to do. Email Allie. A-L-L-I-E at GenXTalks.com if you want to go. She has all the details on what we're doing and where we're going for reservations. But there's a lot of people that live there. I must have got 50 emails last time that we had our meet and greet. They were mad they missed it. They're like, I live here in Vegas. How did I miss you guys? So I think we're probably going to have, if I had to guess, I think of the people that are going to drive there, fly there, and live there. I'm going to say we're probably going to have about 400 people at this event. Oh my goodness. And it's four days and you don't have to hang out with us the whole time. No. You know, you can do your stuff. We have like a, a three days of we're doing some, a cup, one something in the morning, something in the evening, you know. And you can pick and choose yeah. whenever you want to meet us. So it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm not even sure what all the activities are. In fact, I don't know that everybody knows what all the activities are. No, not are. yet. They're not finalized yet. But it's, it's the, it's, it's the two year anniversary of Gen X Talks. That's crazy. Two years since the kid did his first ambush video on me. Wow, that is amazing. It'll be good. It'll be a fun time. It will be good. There'll be a lot of stuff. If you want more info, you can go to the website at www.genxtalks.com. If you have more questions, you can email any of the staff. Our email addresses are also on that website. Right at the bottom. All the information before you email us or whatever, go to the website. Most of your questions will be answered there. But... It's going to be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. It can't not be a lot of fun. 
all the staff, everyone you guys hear um, that calls in on live streams as part of podcast or part of everything we're doing, they're all going to be there. The entire staff will be on location. So that will be a first for all of us. I don't think we've ever all been in the same place at the same time. No, we haven't. Well, I think we should wrap it up. This is uh, We can call this the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Why is that? Because the entire show of Seinfeld, jokingly, they made fun of themselves. It's about nothing. He's like, well, how can we have a comedy about nothing? He goes, we just do normal stuff. We go out there and talk about normal situations all day. And they're like, that's going to be funny. That's a sitcom. He goes, we can't do that. They're, they're, the whole show was based on... Well, that's Gen X talk. <laughs> That's about what it is. They, are we the king and queens of nothing? Yeah, we took Seinfeld to a whole nother level. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. And All by right. the way, I've never seen a Seinfeld episode. There is so much wrong with you. How could you say that? I've never seen one. You know who's going to be pissed about that is my brother. Oh, he is the, he can quote every line. You've never seen a Seinfeld. No. Shh, have you seen friends don't, don't tell anybody oh i've seen i know friends back and forth back but not seinfeld forth, but not seinfeld Shh, don't tell everybody everybody knows you just said it and you just Shh, okay it's time to leave hey everyone have a great day um thanks for listening thing. to our crazy podcast about life and how crazy it is and i don't yeah. want to I don't want to be married to you anymore if you don't watch Seinfeld. And you know what? Thanks so much for listening in. We really appreciate it. And you know what? You just need to sign us off. All right. The music's coming up. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. And I have to say goodbye, too. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Kitchen Table with Holes Drilled in It. (laughs) Sitting Sitting around the defunct, destroyed kitchen table that we've ruined now with sound equipment. But... We will be back. Um, I don't know where you guys are listening from around the world, uh, AM, FM, or on the Armed Service Radio Network, whichever it is. But on behalf of everyone here at Gen X Talks, we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Thank you guys so much for all you do for us. I promise you, you guys mean more to us than we ever, ever will to you. So with that, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Life.